you're live. Welcome to the Thursday show. My name is Paul, your host. I'm joined by Adam Camilleri. Evening, everybody. Welcome. And Dustin Henshaw. Good evening, everybody. If you couldn't guess by the title, this is a show we do on Thursday here on the Frontline Gaming Network. And you, if you're watching us streaming into the competitive Warhammer 40,000 uh, Facebook chat, please throw some stuff in the comments because we're going to be talking about tournaments, the stuff that everyone's focused on. And we're going to be circling the globe with tournaments this week, talking about mm. tournaments in New York, China, and the Netherlands. How awesome is that? Yeah, it's pretty good. We're trying to do something a little bit different this week. Usually, we're just shackled to the biggest events nonstop, and we're doing that for the last six weeks, just whichever the biggest event is, especially we've had a lot of super majors lately. So we decided to break from the mold a little bit and give some other little events a little bit more love. So we're going to talk about the, the, the Boys GT, the Shanghai, Shanghai Autumn Apocalypse, and the Feast of Blade WTC singles. Yeah, so it's an interesting couple of events. The uh, the two smaller events we're doing, the, the, Sh- the one in Shanghai and one in the Netherlands, they've both got really interesting metas. Like, straight up, I'll tell you, I broke down in one sentence each of the lists at the Shanghai event, and their lists are no joke. You expect them, sometimes you see a little event, you're like, ah, oh, they've got their own little meta. Maybe they're not as, you know, f- uh, finger on the pulse is, what is, is what's great um, internationally. These guys are. These, these, these lists, these gals and girls are no joke. They are full-blooded savages. It's actually <laughs> fun to see all these different metas out in the rest of the world that are not that different. Yeah, it's, it's almost <laughs> like as soon as we started playing the um, the same mission pack, everything just kind of got a lot closer. I think that's one of the great things 8th edition yes. did for the game. Um, it really brought a lot of us in line. And then when the 9th edition, we were also playing the same rules. It really just kind of locked us all into kind of the same kind of things are good everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's what I really loved about the 9th edition, just because it's now a universal rule set that everybody's using mm. across the world. It's going to make the meta pretty similar. So you could go to like a tournament in Shanghai or Netherlands, probably get your butt kicked, but you're going to you're gonna at least recognize the meta that you're in. Well, yeah. folks recognize what power is, and they also gives you a good idea of what you got to take to beat. So mm. we're going to be going down some lists that both, of course, what we think are the top list and some of the top ranked players in attendance at these events, what they're bringing, maybe why they're bringing it. But then we're going to be talking about like what uh, could topple them uh, if they are taking one of the traditionally po- powerful lists. And yeah, we got some folks in the chat asking is like, which events are using adopting the new balance changes? And mm. I think they all should. Uh, <laughs> but we talked about know, it. Yeah, we'll talk it's, about that as we go going through the course of the events. It's so it's so hard to quantify. You kind of like damned if you do, damned if you don't. So you kind of sh- like I always lean on the side of like so you are damned if you damned if you don't. So you just go with it. You just go mm-hmm. with the new thing because you don't want to make your your event invalid like the week after. Some people are doing a bit half half and like picking and choosing because I just don't want to. You know, people are paying money and jumping on flights and it could be a couple hundred dollars out of pocket for a bad feels event. Of course, as a TO, you never want that to be a thing. But at the same it, time, it's not an enviable position. Look, and it's easy for nah. me to make a call from this chair right here uh, as just someone talking about it. But I think that once these these challenge these changes were put in place, balance for fun, for fun for both players at the table. You try to get it, implement them as soon as possible, as as soon as uh, feasible for you. Uh, yeah. But it also, but really, what it does, it changes what the top is. And if there is a top, something's mm-hmm. going to be there. There's going to be things vying for the top. Uh, it, it changes the dynamic of play. So that's what, well, well, we'll see it play out in some of these lists, I think. One of the beautiful things about doing what we do is that we don't even need to know if they've done it. Sometimes the data just tells us. <laughs> I, so what I've seen from the data of the boys leads me to believe that they are. They, they've got it in its entirety. They've adopted all. And, and I could absolutely be wrong on that. But that's what the data would tell me, would lead me to believe. Um, do you want to jump in and talk about that one, Paul? Let's do it. Yeah, if, let's go down the, the faction. Now, look, the boys... <laughs> Some folks have been naughty. What we like on this show is when people list their factions and we can go down the factions and we can do it. So look, if you if you got a tournament out there, you're running one, encourage people to do it. Maybe not just for yourself, although it does help you, but you know, for us, for us, think of us. Yeah. So I've, <laughs> I, I, help I do, us help you. 
I do the faction breakdowns, the quick and dirty stats, as we say, for, for these things. And it really irks me when, like, a, a big percentage of a large event don't list their faction. 31 players of the 84 in attendance at the boys did not list their faction. And as such, I've now created the Adam's Dishonorable Faction Breakdown for your viewing pleasure. <laughs> so oh. in the chat, before we get into that, we got a... Uh, so, no. Uh, Oh, William Shishi, uh, our Shihi is saying that they're in Shanghai and they uh, they have an interesting meta. We're going to talk about it. Uh, yes. And then uh, Tricolo says they're not. Du Bois they're is not, not using, using the new rules. Interesting. Really? Interesting. So yeah, then I'm misinformed by the data, and we'll, we'll discuss it. So the, the dishonorable faction breakdown. So I went and I was so irked by 31 people not listing their faction. I looked at every damn list to see what they were, and here's the breakdown. <laughs> so every wow. person listed on this, the factions listed on this, are people who did not list their faction when submitting their list to bcp five sisters players one custodians two one admech two gray knights one titans that is a dude bring a single warhound titan to this event and that oh, is hilarious well he didn't put like i mean maybe you can't list warhound titan as a selection on bcp so i'll let that 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 gentleman gets a pass but i know we'll, that it we'll, it's hilarious. Uh, we'll log a ticket with him get warhound titans officially yeah, as yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, one blood angels one ultras um zero chaos well done chaos players you are the champions of the voice <laughs> how does it feel most, chaos the most dishonorable in you know fluff faction the most honorable players on the table thank you um one orc player two tyranids uh dustin what's wrong uh talk to him get get you get they're, your, they're your bugs in line Just the um, they don't want people to know that they're playing the new <laughs> Forge Jakar and one Harlequins. So the Dishonorable Faction Podium for those at home, five sister players, Forge Jakari players, no surprise there. And uh, Nids and Grey Knights, two apiece, and then singles for the rest. Um, hopefully you guys have found this as fun as I did, because I had a little chuckle putting this together. I'm like, <laughs> take this! And um, it was a good time. Be better if you got the names for him. I think you can get everybody's name in there too. <laughs> it's all so we gotta, well, you know, we're getting close to the holidays. We've got a naughty and nice list. You know, it's, uh, uh, now that you started this, that means you're gonna have to keep doing it, Adam. Like that's that's. Uh... I know. Well, if there's, I reckon I'll put a cap on. If a third of an event doesn't okay. have a listed, I'll do it. Like if a third of an event that's hit major status, and I'll be like, yeah, you guys should know better. You should know better. And I'm okay. gonna make sure you guys do. Um, Someone in chat is the one of the work players, apparently. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, yeah, you know what you you know what you did. You know, you cost me two minutes of my life. I want the back. <laughs> um, hey, that's what we do this for. Hey, and if you're if you're listening live, if you're listening later, we actually do this live on Thursdays. So if you are listening on one of the podcast aggregators, please make sure that you give us a five star review, uh, share it around, thumbs up, all that kind of stuff. We really appreciate it. Leave comments after the fact. We also check those too. Beautiful. And you can so actually also, see Adam in his glorious tank tops that he wears. <laughs> Mr. Memo again, apparently. <laughs> crusading in my tank top for the, for the Emperor right here. I love this. Um, but onto the actual quick and dirties, guys. So this will be the amalgamation of everyone. As soon as I did the stats for the Dishonorables, I just added them uh, to the rest. Um, it's actually a pretty interesting meta the event. Um, with sisters coming in at, at the top with eight lists, so uh, the Imperial Super Faction, eight sisters, three custodians, four Admech, zero guard, five Grey Knights, five Imperial Knights, and like I said, the one Titan list. Now, the five Imperial Knights is the reason I thought they might be adapting it. They might be might be taking on the FAQ. Mm. Because usually we see one or two for an 84-player event. We saw a lot of Knights last week, too. We were, we were actually mm. picking it on what, they, what we thought might be like a terrain choice. People ask me yeah. yeah. what, what, yeah, the, yeah, what yeah. the actual ground looked like. 
Exactly right. Um, but yeah, th- those five night players that are being literally more than double what we usually see led me to believe that, hey, they might be just jumping two, fi- two feet into this FAQ. 26 total Imperial Super Factions lists onto the Space Marines. This is a very sparse, this is the most sparsely represented Space Marine Super Faction I've seen in a long time. Two Blood Angels, three Ultras, two Iron Hands, one White Scar, one Black Templar. That is half of what you'd expect from another, mm-hmm. another GT or Major of this size. Um, Seriously interesting here, no Space Wolves. Uh, zero, yeah, yeah. on the rise. So the two big uh, notable absences here is zero space wolves, zero dark angels, and I think it's the first time we've seen a donut for either of those in a very long time. Uh, very true. I was going to make a comment about how no, you know no one plays dark angels anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody uh, else. Knows anyway, right? But we know that's not true, and you are right. There's a notable exception because those, I mean, they they score points. They do really well mm. in tournaments. Mm-hmm. But you know, maybe that's it. Uh, what we see is from from Dark Angels is that they, you know, they're 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 kind of coming in second, third place. They're not really taking the the top spot in mm-hmm. a lot of places. And and maybe maybe the Dark Angels players in there just got tired of second place and they're swinging for the fences with another faction legitimately right mm-hmm. like dark angels is one of the best well probably the most so them and them and death guard are probably the most solid three and two factions going at the moment like the most reliable into every meta every terrain set doesn't matter um and then they're very solid four and ones but they're very very rare five and o's and, and almost no six and o's um legitimately so yeah well, that's maybe the, people that's just get bored of it too well, yeah, it, it's getting bored of it too. Like, and a lot of them, they still like they win a lot of their games, they lose a lot of the games, but they're high losses. Like, I actually went to a tournament yeah. recently where there was a Dark Angel player that was at zero and five, but had the most battle points in the entire tournament. That's He's losing with eighty fives and nineties yeah. every game. Yeah, yeah. that exactly is crazy. Right. I would, exactly I would, right. I would beg for eighty five points in a game, <laughs> exactly, right? But he was still losing those games. That's uh, crazy. They're just such great scorers but if they can't get that extra little jump it's kind of like harlequins they're not the best team list but they're so good at just squeaking out that win with their tricks yeah yeah exactly right um onto the chaos super faction two um uh chaos soup two chaos space marines three t-suns that's actually a little bit under for t-suns uh seven death guard and a single demons for a total of 15 lists in representation i can tell you now death guard is the second most highly represented list under sisters um which is holding true for them like they make the faction podium for just about every damn every damn event that we do and yep. they're holding strong and it's interesting to see that they're holding strong and dark angels is falling off because you'd almost think they're doing the same thing but for two different super factions Hmm. That that is interesting. I wonder if it's easier hmm. for the Dark Angels to pivot into other things. Like, do you know if there are any Marine lists that happen well, to have Dark Angels just as a? I I do not, but I do know that your you can play your your Dark Angels as literally any other freaking Space Marine faction. But you can, your Death Guard, your Death Guard, you know. You de- not really definitely can. Oh, they're they're um they're renegades. Ooh, and they're like, no. They're <laughs> One of the Dark Angels might be might be the Titan too. You know. That's, oh yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, the true, Death Guard true. players. You know, I know we talk about them a lot because I mean, I do like the faction, but we we mention them a lot in commentary. <laughs> but I think they're they're right there on the precipice of just a few armyless changes. Same with Thousand Sons to really break out and start to, to claim some of these top prizes. Dude, you're absolutely right. Legitimately, the the nerfs that we saw to Drakari and Admech are actually a backhanded buff to so many like yeah. upper middle upper middle factions, and Death Guard being one of those. If they took some points reductions in Chapter Approved, they'd get a whole new like playbook added in there. It'd be really exciting. Um, onto the uh, Geno Super Faction, we've got three Necrons, four, ta- four Orcs, zero Tower for a total of seven. Um, the, even the Orcs is a little bit less than we'd usually see. You'd usually see them more pushing the seven, pushing the eight. Um, onto the Hive Mind, though, zero Hive Mind, four, four Tyranids, zero GSC. I'm assuming that is literally because the new supplements, the Leviathan supplements, being engaged with all its goodness, and people are just like, well, I could play Hive Mind or GSC, or I could just play Nits. And so 
for the time being, I think all the hive mind people are just going to play Nids for a little bit. Yeah, like, oh, great. New... I know, I, yeah. you know, give me give me these other big bugs, get them on the table, use well, these cool new rules. And look, I, every Tyranny player I've, ever, I've spoken to since it has come out has been very appreciative of those rules. Yeah. Dustin, feel free to rebuke everything I just said. No, 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 no. You're, you're absolutely right. Because the other thing is, too, all the GSC players, and this is actually me speaking from being a GSC player, we know a codex is coming. We know it's coming and we know Tyranids are already good. So we might actually be at the point that we might not even need Nids in our list anymore. We don't even need to ally with them. So let's just bring out our big bugs, have some fun with them before yeah, uh, you know, yeah, exactly the real, right. real juice comes. And that's, that's a huge point. There's no real point developing or trying to really deep dive into GSC with such a new book on the podium. Mm-hmm. Like, up two or three more yeah. units when you know something's around the edge. Yeah, Just exactly. Tre- tread water, play what's ever going to be fun now and be ready to go when it hits. Um, lastly, we have the Eldari Superfaction, two mixed Eldari, six Drakari, one Harlequins, zero Craft World for a total of nine lists. Like I said, that faction podium reads Sisters with eight lists, Death Guard with seven, Drakari with six, and an honorable mention to Knights coming in fourth, um, equal fourth with, I think, Grey Knights with five lists. Wow. Um, Interesting, interesting meta here. Good spread. Um, but once again, it's interesting to see, like, whatever you guys call the upper right section of the states, the Pacific North, Western Hemisphere, South, that whatever is it is. not the Pacific I, I know, it's the opposite. I said that as well. <laughs> Atlantic, whatever. It's the, the Northeast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It seems to be heavy sisters, really heavy sisters. I wonder. I wonder if that's been historically the case. And mm. and then also, let's maybe di- let's diagnose why sisters aren't taking more uh, of the top spots well dude if, if you want to talk about a faction that just got a backhanded buff like yeah. orcs and and admech and drakari all just teched into just they just had to adjust slightly and they slapped sisters into the dirt um and now with all those well two of those lists got 300 less points and one of those lists almost doesn't exist in it's and it's what it was what it is last archetype dude sis, you're absolutely right sisters could just have a rocket pack on them now it could be going straight to like a, a plus s tier um but you're right they they really struggled to just catch that like fifth wind so to speak in the gts um there's so many options i think with the adeptus that, that that i think you it's if you're planning on one thing and then the rounds don't stack up the way that you think that they're going to do you could you could easily run into what is a brick wall for yourself yeah you know, maybe it, yeah. is it possible to t- tr- take a true all comers list with the sisters I think it is. Um, the only thing that I think hurts them the most is I think that all comers lists look very different depending on what terrain subset you're using. That all, yeah, it, it, they're one of the ones that really changes. Like uh, uh, sisters having cover and not having cover is one of the biggest like breakpoints for that for that faction, um, especially with things like my sanctum yeah. or whatever it is. Sure. Well, I'm really hoping a couple of their their really cool units like the what are the what are the the battle nuns the uh, all what are of they them? called. No, no, no! The, the ones in the suits, the the nuns. Oh, oh. Um, I'm uh, really the, hoping chapter approved the, is kind to them, and we see them on the table because they're an excellent. They start with choice. a P. Yeah, I I got no idea. Paragon warsuit. Damn, that's bam. it. Yeah. If they got if they went down <laughs> for 10, 15, 20 points, you'd see them and they'd be solid. I think they're good. I think they are good now. Uh, but again, I, you're right. I don't know if they make it in their current state mm. into the take all comers list because exactly. you need all these these yeah. things to to trade off. Uh, which they can do, you yeah. Know? But I think that's it. You know, what do they need? They need a couple more rhinos in there. Mm-hmm. They need, you know, maybe, you know, well, who knows? Is, we'll, we'll see. I just, I think that they're, they're, they're um, not doing as well as they possibly could, yeah, or should well, be I, doing. 
I just think with the pivots that I see Drakari, people are talking already talking about Drakari going into a more chunky covens based build. Um, already we're seeing people probably dropping off the 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 um the all comers or what we've been used to all comers admech build, which where they just got to be best the best at everything. They were the fastest, they shot the best, they fought the best. Now they're gonna have to actually make some choices. Maybe Sisters is, is now one of the best MSU armies in the game because they can have almost as much stuff as Drakari used to do. It wasn't as good point for point, but they can have almost as much stuff. So who knows? Maybe they're the new ultra MSU archetype, um, you know, hanging up there possibly with, with um, Drakari on even even playing mm-hmm. fields now. Oh, they um, do have a lot of point parity uh, with yeah, Drakari. They- they do now. Yeah, I think they absolutely do. Um, top players in attendance for this one. Uh, <laughs> there's only one player in the uh, top 20 in attendance to this. So I think we can safely say we might know who might make a podium here. But Brad Chester, number one in the US and also number one in the world. He's jumped off Drakari. Uh, and this, this this is the biggest reason I thought they were they were adopting the FAQ. Br- Brad Chester, who's won everything he's been to this year or podiumed with Drakari, he's taking Grey Knights, guys. What do you think? Uh, has he uh, maxed out his events? for the ITC rankings. Judge, oh, if he hasn't, like, <laughs> what, what's he got to do? To, like, well, what's he got to do? Yeah. Well, I've been saying that's my question. But that's a legitimate thing because if he hasn't maxed out, he might just be taking some stuff to, 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 to have a pallet cleanse before LVO, yeah. um, before he has to sit back into the grind. So you might be spot on there. It's a good call. That, that's a good point. I actually spoke to Brad at the Sutter Stalling for a while too and we discussed this too. He was actually going to be moving off of Drakari long before he knew about these these things oh, as really? well. He it was a there was a couple of matchups that were just too big of a toss up for him in the Drukari matchup mm. that he didn't he didn't uh, feel too confident in, and he likes the the Great Knight playstyle. He feels like I can actually mm. do better into what the meta is now. And now with everything that's happened now, almost like he might have had a crystal ball or you know might be part of that uh, testing team. But uh, no, the uh, GK they're in a good spot right now, like a really good spot. Yeah, Let's talk about so- that list. He's just kind of. I, I, I'm assuming he's in like theorycraft mode. He's just gonna oh, yeah. play the play the things he's scared of and just unpack them for the next couple of weeks, which would be. Very I don't cool. know how much theorycraft you have to do to divine this list, but like, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, so he's got a, he's never got seen a, it before. I don't know what you're talking about. It's a prescient uh, brethren patrol and a rapist patrol as well. Starts with a techie grandmaster dread knight unit of strikes, two units of servitors, uh, ten interceptors, two dread knights. Then his next attachment, another grandmaster in uh, dread knight, another unit of strikes, a unit of purifiers, which I absolutely love and two more units of 10 interceptors so that is your four it's yeah it's four dread knights 30 interceptors little bits and pieces i love the addition of the servitors and i adore the, having the purifiers in there what do you guys i love this it? list by the way i, I certainly mm. don't want to make it sound like i'm knocking it i think it's a, it's an awesome list uh and has many tools and really the only question is what do you do you go with that fifth dread knight you know the, and mm-hmm. i think that you can make a case for mm. the interceptors to replace mm. that dread knight yeah, yeah. He well, he's passes it once essentially. He's essentially, yeah, he's essentially done that. Some people do manage to take, um, go run really lean on the rest of their army and just go like three to four dread knights, thirty interceptors. But usually that fifth dread knight costs you a quite a bit of board presence. And if you run into an opponent who's good against a dread knight, well, you're just taking more stuff for them to pick up. Well, I really like the addition of the purifiers. I think they add a little bit of jank that people might not see coming in this list. Um, in addition to that, it's just got all the good elements. It's just got all the good stuff. Like, how can you mm-hmm. go wrong? Yep, no, and this I, I is definitely good for the endurance on your back moving around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry, Dustin. What do you think? Have you played against this before? This kind of list before? What are your thoughts? How do you how do you come at it if you if you're the opponent? I'm absolutely familiar with this list. I played against it a lot, and I'm not a huge fan of like the five dread. I think five is Neither. too many. I think, I think so. five is too yeah. many. I think four, three to four is the juicy number. 
Mm. The interceptors are just so fast. They're so good at what they do. And you're going to combat squad them almost every game, unless you really need grind for some reason. Like you, you're, you're going to be combat squad. And you want the MSU to do what you need to do. And the purifiers, like you said, they add that jank and a little bit of extra like the tricks in there. I don't think people realize how much damage the purifiers can actually put out right now. Yeah. Even even just one small squad, like they they do damage. And mm. the secondaries that the uh, it gives them access to just with because they have so many infantry, so many psychers. Their purifying ritual is one of the best secondaries you can take. It I is am gonna, so good. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say unless you're playing a mirror match or into T signs, purifying ritual is the best secondary in the game as it sits right. That's oh, wow. the only reason wow. I didn't yeah. say it was the best because of the mirror match. Because of the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's the right. only reason I said because you'll just turn that. each other off and like yeah. one of you will roll bad, <laughs> one of you will roll good. That guy gets a ten, you get a three, and like Ugh, that felt shit. Um, well, we saw, uh, was it David Oswald win the Crucible a couple couple weeks ago with purifiers in his list, and that was the only difference mm. between yep. that and the other Grey Knights that we saw at that event, and probably events like it. Purifiers have been on the shelf for a lot of people. They have, yeah. they really and have. It makes sense to add them back in there, because a lot of the time, a lot of people will have uh, like a Rhino or two in here, which makes sense in the meta where it used to be with all the planes flying around and all of mm. the orc buggies that are going to shoot you out of, line, out of line of sight, because they can start thrashing these infantry that are on the table right now but with a lot of that stuff going to the wayside you don't really worry about it as much it's true it's really true just put the points in why gives why put them in a box when they just stand on the table and mm. not care anyway exactly right we have one more list i want to unpack from the boys and uh, pretty much i was just looking down the list because <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to point out one more list and i saw our gentleman's name the gentleman who um, uh, is building quite a legend well i am building his legend right here right now this gentleman's name is dante Thunderdome. Is that right? Thunderstone. 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 Thunderdome? Oh my god, that was even <laughs> I got, better. I got Mad you Max in my head. His name Mad Max 3. <laughs> I did. It's the only way his name could be improved at all. Dante I don't know, man. It's pretty solid Just, as is. Holy yeah. crap. Could you imagine what your life would be like? Your teacher standing up, standing up being like, is Dante Thunderstone here? All the kids would look back and be like, oh my god, is he an anime character? Does he have wild hair? Like, No, you're going to have um, like ACDC coming in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's actually playing a really cool list as well. He's playing a single uh, battalion of Emperor's Children. Uh, Dark Apostle, Sorcerer, three into ten Noise Marines, three Volkai Contemptors, and three Termites. He's going to have six drops. And then he's just going to be like, it's my, it's my <laughs> army, buddy. Um, that is literally the kind of list I would expect Dante Thunderstone to run. Because, yeah, a man amongst men. That's, that's it. <laughs> I like the 310 Noise Marines. Look, you know we're a big fan of Noise Marines on the show as well. Yeah. Uh, yes. Are I they? And then three Volkai Contemptors. Like, this is a brutal, bestial list. It's If it goes first, it can mess up anybody. Anybody can get bad touched by this. Dude, I was thinking about, like, some lists that are just going to... People are talking about how oh, um, Nids might be a really big player again uh, be, and be really fearsome. And um, I was just like, yeah... Like a large model player or... Sorry, too. No, no, no. Uh, as in, like, things like Devil Gaunt, things like Gene Steelers. I know, like, I was being silly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> But dude, noise marines, um, chaos bikers who can who empress children who can redeploy, double shoot, all those things, just get in an angle and destroy them before you get to use them. That feels like a good counter, and it feels like uh, chaos space marines have one of the better options into that game, into that playstyle. But we will see, just because they've got good anti infantry, they've got still got great anti infantry opportunities. That's that's not two thousand points. Um, maybe it's not, but that's what was on his list. <laughs> That's not, is he actually going under points? That, there's no way that's 2,000 points. 
The it turbines be, are, you're, turbines you're are pretty expensive. You got me questioning yeah. it now. I'm gonna have to have a look. Maybe yeah, Dante yeah. is just too too much of a man. He's just like he, noise he's Marines. too much of a man. He doesn't need, he doesn't need two thousand points. Of, two thousand points is for the plebs. I'll play. I'll play. Well, you know, summoning. there has to be summoning. another HQ or something in there. Summon. Can we summon? Can you do that? Uh, yeah, you can summon. Yeah, the, huh? the Sork and the Apostle can definitely summon. If that <laughs> got could a be thousand points of summoning. Thousand <laughs> points of summoning, man. <laughs> uh, termites are pretty expensive, though, boys, aren't they? Yeah, uh, term, termites. Uh, what are they? 160, 180 or something like that. Yeah, that's not that. Four melter shots. It's up there, you guys. Uh, you got. Uh, all right. So next up, I'll, I'll look that up in a moment. But we're gonna talk about Shanghai. I'll check Shanghai. it out. You run that down. I'll be looking up termites. Okay. Don't Easy hey, Someone grab the comment about the the books. Um. So uh, William Shi 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 Hai. Apologies. Um, <laughs> China's G-Dub is renegotiating its license, so we haven't had any printed books um, on their own since Sisters or so, um, unless players have got them in the mail from other countries. That's very interesting. Oh. Um, so wh- what would that lead you to believe, Dustin? I'm actually trying to unpack that. Yeah, that's old, actually... Old meta lists. Old yeah, meta lists. Like it's, they're you... in a different meta. Either that or they're fully reliant on copying international lists you just, like you'd almost see it going one, one or two ways either everybody is tracking everything overseas and adopting it or it's like clo- a closed border style we're just going to play with what we've got um because oh. you, you would there'd be a lot of it, impetus to try and keep your finger on the pulse when you don't yeah. have access to the books yeah that's yeah actually uh, that, that's actually makes it really interesting then I didn't 180 points that. on those termites by the way yeah they're yeah they're 100 190 um and he's, he's got he's got sorry um, 180 Dante, <laughs> uh, his ones are 190 listed here with two twin vogels. Oh, he maybe he gave an upgrade yeah. or something. Ooh. So yeah, Dark Apostle, Sork, uh, three units of 10 Noise Marines um, with Blasters, Doom Siren on the Sarges, three Chaos Contemptors with all with Cyclones and the two con- and the two Volkites and then the three okay. Termites. And yeah, that's 1995 apparently. There you go. Gone with a lot of, to- lot of toys. There you go. <laughs> I mean, the Noise Marines are very expensive. They do a lot. They do a lot. They make the most out of that one moon they possibly can. <laughs> they make it matter. They make it matter. Uh, and they make a lot out of shooting back on death as well. Yes, they um, do. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's jump into Shanghai Autumn Apocalypse. This is a lovely 16-player five-round event. And um, we That's love being able Well, exactly right. Five we rounds? To... Spot on. It's going to be good. They're going to have a good time. And almost everybody's going to play. You're going to play like a third of the event each. Um but if, what we love about this show and one of the great things we get to do is shine a spotlight on obscure metas, places that people would never mm-hmm. have thought there's a scene and really give them some time of day. And so when we can do that, we love doing it. This breakdown for you guys, though, Imperial Superfaction, <laughs> man, no one plays Imperial in there. One Custodes, one Grey Knight. That's it. Done. Uh, <laughs> Space Marines, <laughs> one Raven Guard, one Ultras, one Iron Hands, three lists. Chaos Superfaction, one Mist Chaos, one T-Suns, one Death Guard for a total of three. Um... Xenos is two Necrons, two Orcs, one Tau. So Xenos Super Faction is like double everybody else by the, already. Zero Hive Mind. I don't know. They just don't like bugs there. It's just not a thing. But it's not that surprising, only 16 players. And lastly, all the Eldari players are three Drakari. And uh, so our faction podium sits three Drakari, two for Orcs and Crons, and everybody else has got one. That's a pretty nice spread. <laughs> it's actually not bad, yeah. It's actually not bad. But it's what you'd expect, right? Uh, yep. You expect Drakari to be pretty, around, pretty much around the top of most podiums. Mm. And then all 
orcs to be one of, especially if you're not adopting the FAQ. Um, and so, the, yeah, the rest being singles is not really that much to unpack there. But some of the emissions are fun. Like, the, it's it's fun to see the Space Marine factions they've chosen. No Blood Angels, no Space Wolves, no Dark Angels. Zero. Just people playing what they want, man. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Seems like a beautiful world. <laughs> uh, I am a little suspect of those three, three Drukhari players, though. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. Those tryhards. It's like they missed the memo on keeping it fun. So. Keep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keeping it real. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding, of course. Some people are, you know, obviously super fans of the, of the faction uh, mm. and, and stuff. But, you know, I'm kind of surprised not to see some of this, like, Craftworld Aldari. Or even, you know, I, I find these, I don't know, maybe maybe these Space Marine chapters are not too far off the mark. Well, yeah. Well, so I, for, because this this faction, this um, event was quite small. I was actually able to do just a one sentence synopsis of every of every uh, of the lists, and the lists are actually really good. In fact, if anybody wants to go check it up on BCP, the Disciples of Bellicor list, um, that is the first one. It's the first list. It's actually really interesting for people if you want to go check it out. It's just a very well rounded, a bit of everything. Bellicor oh, wow. list. Got... Disciples of Bellicor list. That's, yeah. that's we haven't seen that uh, come up. We've seen Bellicor in list. Yeah, uh, but the Bellicors, yeah, exactly. Bellicor. We've seen Bellicors in, mm. in list, but we haven't seen actual Bellicor list. This one has two bombs of blood letters, and then has two small um, Marcus Slanesh Terminator units, all with combi melters and lightning claws, which I'm a huge, mm. I think is really, really quite interesting in that list. Um, I think but yeah. just, in, in the new, in the balance updates, I think they just, they got bestial. That those units, if they're not using the, they're, they're going to get even better. Mm. I think, I think points reductions in chapter approved will make, uh, Chaos Space Marine Marines. See, this is the thing. Yeah, they're I'm very much like about that. That uh, veterans of the Long War. Yeah, yeah, dude. Well, here's or, the thing. Or death very... default emperor. I'm sorry, death, death default emperor. Uh, mm, on yeah. those things that can improve their their plus to hit. You know, or the mm. the, the when it procs is going to be just amazing. Is it a fair comparison, Dustin, to compare Nids and Chaos Space Marines because they're both factions that have Ooh. extremely good rules? But not a good units to put those rules onto. Well, historically, apart from you know possibly the last kind of supplement or two, like it, it's not that they don't have good units in the tiered in the tiered case. A lot of their good units are overcosted, mm. but the tiered have already had really good stratagems, like really good I mean. stratagems. Yeah, yeah. so like I mean. that and that that part is the, definitely a good comparison. The stratagems are fantastic. The units to put them on that you want to use with them are harder to justify. Like you need to take ten. Uh, Slanesh Terminators that are not cheap mm. and not even three wounds yet, I don't think. No, they're three wounds now. No, they're two uh, wounds, yeah. They're not. Yeah, they're two wounds. Oh, yeah, exactly. Still two, oh, man. There's still two wounds. I know. So Same for that, bikes. That's the thing, right? Like, these are oh, the things thing you, they you need to take, but their strategies yeah. are really good. So, yeah, it, it's a good comparison. Just, that, so yeah, I, just, I definitely feel for them. I, I get it. Yeah, it's almost like good strats, good warlord traits, good relics, crap data sheets. Like, just, well, we didn't have good warlord traits, Emperor's Children. That's true. That is very true. You did like Tyranids have the worst warlord traits. Our warlord traits were absolutely. Hey, now you got a good one. Uh, we got, yeah, got a couple. Hey, I'm not complaining, man. That was, that was amazing. I'm so happy. Yeah. Oh, so you're you're going going down the others the the list there. Yeah, so apologies. Let's let's run down all the synopsis. So yeah, first up, a well-rounded Balakor list, then a straight-up top-tier Drakari. Straight up. 
just top tier. Um, and uh, Silent King Contend MSG with Cron uh, build, a solid double Contend mm. build um, for the, the two Cron lists. Uh, a straight up best in best in faction tower list, Farsight tower list. It's got it's just like the best tower list you can build at the moment. This gentleman's playing it, um, or or lady. Um, triple Redemptor Golem and Ultras, which I actually don't mind with the the redeploy. I think and and the the thing makes them actually not too bad. Uh, double Telemon Shadowkeeper Custodes, another well-rounded Drakari, but also but using real space raiders instead of the more conventional triple patrol. A heavy MSU Orcs with three rocket trucks and Gazkul, which I loved. I actually really oh, like wow. this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, spicy. Um, and then a five Dread Knight, twenty Interceptor, Grey Knight build. So literally, you could see this in any super major <laughs> in, in the world. And then rounding it all out, last the last list was a twenty Scarab Occult, Cult of Time T Suns list. Oh, None of these those lists are jacked. They're good. It's all a right, strong. So maybe maybe a... the Jukari guys are the the. The fluffy players <laughs> at the yeah. end of these five rounds these players are going to be beat to death <laughs> these are good lists like this meta like sometimes we, we look at smaller events and the meta is just kind of hard to understand you're like these guys are savages like pwah so brutal um we had some so one of the gentlemen in the chat uh, william i spoke of before he's he's, a, he's in attendance at this event he's saying the orc list is only playing three buggies yep correct three three of the rock trucks and one marine player is playing raven guard successes which is a bit odd over there apparently that's a, that's probably an off meta choice and our local top player is the t-suns player that's yeah. interesting that's very interesting what do you guys think uh, I, look, these these are brutal. I, I think it's kind of fun to see that this that you can tell you probably know these guys know each other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just go and go run through an absolute gauntlet of things. But I wanted you to run down the list because I wanted to comment you know, on the on the the demon with the disciples of Bellicor. Mm. The blood letter uh, bomb concept is incredibly powerful and works mm. better. Uh, you know, obviously against when you kind of have a better idea of what you're going to be facing up against. Agreed. Agreed. When you know the meta, like the the if you if you know bloodlines are good, what well, they're just phenomenal. As soon as they they yeah. don't, they're never they're never they're never okay. They're either never take them or holy crap, they're they're incredible. They're bonkers. You know. Yeah. Um. And, I really and, like. And that it list. looks like there's an opportunity for them to shine here, unless he's run up against the Grey Knights, which are going to be. Yeah. That that, that Grey Knight coming list. back, baby. Mm. Uh only That's thing rough. is, if the if the Grey Knights kill them, you can respawn the Bloodletters. But you know, you can you can use that to bottom out your opponent's yeah, that, CP. Also, that uh, matchup isn't as bad as people think because that strat to just bring stuff back. That's a big deal. So it's two CP, what, like a full one, unit. No so one, yeah. one oh, thing yeah, that's fair enough. One thing I'm starting to see, I don't know if this has always been a, a case for the the GK list. They're starting to put in that four plus Overwatch aura. Is that, is that a, that's a thing? Yeah, that's a thing. It's not an yeah. aura though, is it? I, I can't remember if it's an aura or if you, or if you pick a thing and it happens, but I know they got a you full pick, you pick a uh, thing Overwatch. And it happens, yeah. yeah, I know they got a full plus Overwatch over opportunity. That all of a sudden is just—I think it's just going to get better now, um, especially with some of the things on the rise. Uh, because like, cult of, we, witches went up and succubuses went up. Cult of Strife might be on the decline, so Overwatch becomes another nice little opportunity there. And that's all—it uh, came up because I'm like, well, Grey Knights are probably just going to Overwatch those guys to death, even like. The, even just five storm bolters will take off like a third of that on the Overwatch of the 20, 20 blood letters. Um, hmm. But it's 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 a much more nuanced uh, matchup than people let than people could otherwise believe. And the funny thing is, there uh, the Grey Knights probably don't get to take their auto fifteen secondary, which is interesting. Hmm. Oh, because it denies. Okay, well hey, let's pick a winner in this in this absolute gauntlet. Iron Man, this this <laughs> crucible. Yeah. This is actually got a lot of choice in this one. This is good. I like this a lot. Yeah. Um. The other thing I will note is that there was about four lists um that were formatted pretty. You know. You know when some people format. Oh, it's obvious. Maybe some people aren't familiar with uploading to BCP. They format and it just gets clumped into just a brick of text. 
Um, so they're the only ones, the only list that I'm going to break down. Like the Raven Guard list was one of those. I, I wasn't able to break that down because I just ain't got that kind of time. <laughs> just like, no. I, the, the, I, mean, and then, uh, I don't uh, think uh, the Raven Guard list would have made it on our picks for if we're just picking <laughs> out of all this. You're a savage. Um, <laughs> I don't disagree. Um, 20 Sky of a Cult is hard to go by now that we know that that's possibly the top player. But I'm instead going to go for one of the Drakari players. I'll go for any of the Drakari players to get a podium or possibly a first place. Oh, wow. Just like, one of the three guys. I'm just going to pick the top faction. Yeah. You know, just like all top three. Faction that have the most hey. people there playing it. Yeah, that, that's a Way to go out on a limb. It's my breakdown, all right? It's my breakdown. Yeah. Way to go out on a limb. All right. What do you guys think? What's your limb? What's uh, your limb, Paul? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I, I feel like I have to pick the Tau player now just to feel like I've got Ooh. some guts. Ooh. 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 That's actually a good call. Well done. Yeah. Ooh. Dustin? I am. See, I don't know these players. I don't know how they play, and I don't know their meta. But I really like, I really like twenty Scarab Occult. Uh, yeah, I really like. He called that. me weak. You know, he's the top player. Yeah. That's the other thing. Because I know yes. he's the top player, I, I'm not going to pick him because I know he's the top player. So because of that, I'm going to go with the Green Knights instead. There you yeah, go. Fair. That's fair. That's it. I love that matchup as well. By the way, I, I will. I will. Like Paul and I will watch and commentate Grey Knights vs T Suns all day. It's just fun. See, yeah. Y'all's picks way more probably accurate. Mine way more gutsy. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I was gonna go with Bellacor. That was a Bellacor oh, to kind of match you on the towel. But when Adam picked all the Drukari in the, the, the tournament, I can't really. That's just, well, I'll I pick the fir- the first one I said because the, the, I I read the first one. It's just it's just straight up like let's go to an Adam for this guy. Drukari. All right. Going to our last event. Well, before we do that, let's run a quick ad from our sponsor, Frontline Gaming, and then we'll come back and talk about this last event. And also, hey, look, if you're new here, we have a segment that we do at the end of the show called the Fight Go Repeat. We're going to run down a list of topics. We give ourselves two minutes per topic, and you never know what we're going to talk about. So you want to hang out the the whole way. So stay tuned right after this ad. It's the best part of the show. At Frontline Gaming, we make the best tabletop gaming mats in the universe. Our mats are durable, rollable, foldable, wipeable, and storable. Oh, and they look damn great, too. Join the thousands of tournament regulars and garage gamers who use our mats to bring their gaming surfaces to life. To ensure quality, Frontline Gaming mats are custom-made one at a time. Printed with high-quality ink, our immersive designs stay crisp and are available in a wide range of styles and sizes. So whether you're playing a war game or skirmish game, whether you're fighting over an alien tundra, fantastical forest, or real-world setting, there's a great-looking battlefield for you. Our gaming mats are printed on extremely durable neoprene backing, so they won't slide around the table, and they're thick enough to stay flat, protecting what's underneath and allowing for slight uneven surfaces. We know from experience that an easily portable gaming surface is just better. Every mat comes with a sturdy nylon zip-up bag for storage and transportation. Whether your next battle is in your home or at the local game store, you'll be able to unroll your FLG mat and get gaming right away. Our products are all made and tested by passionate gamers at Frontline Gaming HQ right here in the USA. It's time to take your battlefield to a new level. Frontline Gaming, champions of tabletop. back hello and welcome back thanks for checking out that uh word from our sponsors don't forget hey there are plenty of shows here on the frontline gaming network and if you go and you click like and give us a five-star review or whatever that is uh one way that people will find out that there's all these other shows here on the nfl uh, gn and uh, they can listen to them as well and thank you all for hanging out with us live and the folks that listen after the fact we're going to jump oh, now we're going 
from China to the Netherlands and talk about mm. the Feast of Blades WTC singles. I, I do want to talk to Netherlands. I do want to talk to William in the chat for one sec. He's just he's just um, thanked me for one of the other shows that I'm on, and literally, you are the reason I did that show to 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 produce content for people like you to help you guys keep up to date so that's mm, thank you so much man that's one of the best compliments i've ever had appreciate oh, it and thanks for giving us all the info on that the tournament we we're just talking about you know it's so cool when when uh folks from the area are listening and then give us the you know basically give us some lines they script the show for us so you know. yeah. well, it makes our job a lot easier like hey, we, <laughs> they, we can't do. do all the work right we gotta we gotta that's get right, some kind know. of feedback from you guys yeah. oh adam doesn't watch it Ah, uh, no. Nah. Um, Feast of Blaze WTC singles from Amersfoort, Amersfoort, uh, Netherlands. Uh, 28 player, 5 rounder. Quick and dirties here. Imperial Super Faction, 1 Sisters, 1 Custodies, 2 Admech, 7 Grey Knights. Uh, it's totaling 11 lists. Next up, Space Brand Marines. Land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Space Marines, uh, one Dark Angels, one Iron Hands, one White Scars. Again, really light on the Space Marines, guys. Oh, this week just seems to be super light on Marines. Total of three lists. That's um, a good Chaos. point. Yeah, it is. Chaos Space Marine. So Space Marine, Chaos Super Faction, rather. One Chaos Soup, zero Chaos Space Marines, rather. Six T Suns and zero Death Guard. I first oh. donut. Oh first, my god. Yeah, first donut Death Guard has got like that I can remember. Since I've started, since the show started, outrageous. There's more. That, there's more hive mind than there's more than there's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He um, definitely <laughs> defected to the to the thousand suns or the gray knights. That's uh, spot on. Oh yeah, that's the only way to yeah. describe it. Xeno super faction is a single cron. No orcs. No well, no tau or whatever. But no orcs. Crazy. Um, the hive mind is one mixed um hive mind. And wait then a Eldari- second. Wait. Yeah. Stop the press. <laughs> wait. What? There's one hive mind and no death guard. What is yes? Happening? I know, right. I know. That's right. I, was, I know. I was going through this. I'm like, is it just going to be like four tau or something? Like, there's no, there's no space marines. There's no orcs. There's just like four tau and no death guard. And he was like, my brain died. Um, but yeah, um, Eldari super faction four Drakari and one Asurani. Uh, the faction breakdowns sit as thus: six Grey Knights, f- sorry, seven Grey Knights, six T Suns, and four Drakari. And Adam's hot take. Holy crap, dust off your Kalexis or 12. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> My God, boys, what do you make of this? Um, Strong. I mean, Grey Knights, I think, are on the rise. And again, we don't know if they're using the the, the balance update or not, but those, some of those, some of these factions that were qu- quite uh, literally on the cusp of, hmm. of, of greatness, sweeping certain events, are, are now, I think, going to have, I have a... a what is it? A clean line to the to the finish line here. Yeah, dude. Uh, legit. People are saying that if of all the factions that may just get an absolute cannon shot into the sun from this, it's Grey Knights. Grey Knights mm. might just be the best faction in the game come the next month or two. It's actually going to be really awesome to see what happens in Austin the next couple of weeks. The next couple of big events coming up are really going to define a lot of what we see running into the end of the season. But uh, yeah, the seven Grey Knights, six T Suns. So you, if you were playing like, you know, they're playing each other. Oh, yeah, well, of course, yeah, multiple yeah. Times. yeah, multiple times. But if you were not playing either of those factions, you were just like doing what Paul tells people to do: crack open your book, all the stupid menial, menial like wall of traits and relics that give you like minus one to you know and perils on double and stuff. You're all of a sudden like, this is premium goodness now. I'll take five. I'll take five, please. I'll pay six CP for this, all this all this random crap I never looked at before. So um, yeah, great point. There's a lot of tricks you can do against the psychic stuff. I don't know if that's the standard meta that's over there, that people are ready for this, or if it's just kind of everybody's showing up and like, oh, apparently 
I'm playing so, nothing but Psychers. I will I will say, we've had, what, two or three big events coming out of Scandinavia, and it, Grey Knights have taken most of them. So it just looks like that's... Mm. Maybe maybe people are taking T-Suns to counter... The, the, all, the, all the Chaos players are just like, well, I've got to play T-Suns to have a chance into Grey Knights. And so <laughs> here we go. To give credit where credit is due, I think a couple of episodes ago where we were calling who was going to win that tournament that we were talking about, I think you got it right, Adam. Did I? Uh, the, the gentleman with the, with the Storm Raven... <laughs> <laughs> oh. won the won the three day over there. That guy was a champion. Great night storm, storm raven. Storm raven's another thing. Now look, we don't have every one of these Grey Knight lists, but I've seen a Storm Raven in multiple Grey Knight lists. Yeah. Yeah. Just just because and let me tell you why. Uh or at least what what I believe is the case is that the Dark Lances, the two or three Dark Lances we're seeing in Jukari list just mm. aren't getting it done. Uh yeah. and the fact that sisters don't make it mm. all the way uh to to the to the final rounds, at least what we've seen mostly. The Storm Raven is carrying the day. There just isn't enough firepower mm. on the table mm. that can take it down. So these things that looks like, yeah, you still like, do I really want to spend 300 points on this flying fist, essentially? <laughs> yep. <laughs> and historically, people have said, no, I don't. But when it mm. essentially becomes immortal. Yes. Yep. It sums all, it's, and you're playing with it on round five, you know, turn five mm. of the game, then it's a lot more appealing. Well, so I know for a fact I was informed by some gentleman over in Scandinavia that that gentleman who won that um, I think it was a six six round, five or six rounder with it was it was over a hundred players with that Storm Raven took it out of his list immediately because he's like, this thing will this be good never for like again. one event. Now everyone <laughs> knows it's coming, and I'm like, oh, maybe not. But you know, that's a, it's a kind of thing that you'll see pop up every every month or so. You'll see people just be like, well, a Storm Raven's just nobody's be good. teching for a, a, sto- a single Storm Raven. Well, a single Storm Raven with an invulnerable save that can fly in from reserve, that can get a bunch of rerolls um, from a, from different bits and pieces that it couldn't get. A, you know, no other real flyer can get many rerolls <laughs> to hit. Um, so it does. It, it has a little bit of play. If your meta's ripe for it, give it a crack. You can play a couple so, of practice games. It might be couple perfect. things. You know, I I, I legitimate. I do think that uh, kill rigs are going to become more popular. I don't. Yeah, I don't I do. think that do. three kill yeah. rigs is the way to go. I think that once you no. start playing, once you start putting actual terrain on the table. Uh, and then the kill rigs with their footprint on the table, you're going to find, yeah, one or two is one where or it's two. at. Yeah. And when they start becoming you know, offensive to people, we'll see more of those lance weaponries and last cans come back make their way back into so it's an interesting polarity shift for the drakari list i'm so we used to we when drakari first came out we saw seven or eight seven or eight freaking raiders that's that's now gone down to three four or five and i wouldn't be surprised if that goes down to one or two now um and so those dark Uh, lances are gone but they're being replaced by possibly heat lance talos now i've got to tell you the heat lance talents are a lot easier to manage because they don't have the real black heart or obsidian rose they don't move extremely fast and always hit on threes um where the vehicles did they hit on fours base i think talos do they hit on threes in combat fours in shooting and i think chronos are the flip side of that so tell me if i'm wrong boys but i find talos so much easier to negotiate because they've got smaller range as well than the the 36 48 whatever is on the heat lands oh sorry the dark lands did so, average just go down in points Ravagers mm-hmm. did. So yeah, that yeah. might be where the Darklands reside now. Who knows? They're, they're going to have uh, maybe. to. What I'm saying is, is that... Sorry, Dustin? Yeah, was that Dustin? You're going to see knights come back in too with their new rules. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are going to be yeah. put, put their knights back on the table. If you don't have the, the guns or close combat to start dealing with those big things again. That Storm yeah. Raven, I'm sorry. It's it's going to be outclassed again. But well, uh, yeah, I get yeah, what yeah. it's brought. I get why it was brought. Oh, no, several weeks once. to play with. There was a window. Raven. Yeah, there was that window. Was, we're calling that the Storm Raven window. It is. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's 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 closing. Shrink it it's up. Closing. Shrink it up. Yeah, yeah. But 
KR Quinn in the chat says that, you know, oh, so you should be running two Ares gunships. Maybe they need to come back. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Uh, Custodians have enough problem with scoring primary as it is that I think that that Ares is not a good fit for them. Yeah, too, yeah I think probably a could, little bit of a delusion. If you could play MSU stuff, if you took Ares gunships maybe in a guard or a scion list, maybe that's a thing. But uh, yeah, I'm not willing to go out on a limb and say, yeah, or nay, I need to I need to play that out. And how many times do uh, they actually fit in the deployment zone too? It, is that's, the, that's my biggest issue with the damn thing. You play, yeah. uh, if, sc- if scouring is a, is a thing in your in your metagame, like in your GTs, you just can't <laughs> take it. It sucks. Or you're paying three CP to put in reserve and that sucks it, too. It can't fit in Dawn of War, I don't think. Oh, really? In Dawn, well, I thought it, it just fit in Dawn. I'm pretty sure it just barely doesn't. Balls. Okay, that sucks. Never mind. Um, <laughs> Let's move so to the list. Top players in attendance here. We have one of the top 20 in attendance from the Scandinavian or the, the European meta. Um, Mick Vanderhast, another amazing name. Um, 16th ranked European player. He's playing the T- He's playing T-Suns. Uh, Call to Time Battalion. This is, for those who know uh, Liam Hackett, who's been doing really exceptionally well. I think he's on a, like an 18 game win streak with this exact list uh, in, in Australia. It's got a battalion, Ironman, Exalted Sork, four units of 10 Rubric Marines, 10 Scarabacol Terminators, two units of five Spawn, and two Rhinos. And mm. this thing is lean, it's mean, it's Love low it. fat. Yeah, everything's had me hard two to units kill. Five spawn. Yeah. <laughs> me too, brother. Me too. It's just like, ah, it just feels good now. But this is a really good list. Really good. What do you guys think? Hmm. I'm a big fan of it. I like the Ironman because it just makes it efficient that way but the four of ten rubrics i actually like the bigger rubric squads it makes your cp more efficient when you're actually putting stuff on them or giving them any kind of yeah. buffs yeah it's a lot it's, it feels a lot better you can use them a lot better especially with two rhinos that will put the two of the units in so you can only have two at the time or even one out maybe deep strike one or whatever you need to do it means you can keep them alive a lot easier you're, you're making really good use of your cp and your buffs and th- this thing actually leapfrogs quite well. I've, ta- I've I've heard Liam on a couple of other podcasts talking about how well he's able to actually move this army quite quickly, despite it being conventionally slow. You have mm-hmm. two, two units. He actually gets his stuff killed. He'll purposely get his stuff killed. So he can cult of time, res two models, and get a big slingshot. Um, well, he, Move, he can't, ahead, he, putting the yeah, yeah, them within coherency, but further... And I don't don't believe I've got it wrong, guys. You can't res in front of each other, but you can res one from two different units. He's one in front here. He's one in front here. These both guys got an extra three and a half inches of move. All of a sudden, I'm on all these objectives, turn one, putting up banners everywhere. Primary is now mine. Uh, it's interesting. One of the things I find really super interesting about T-Suns is how good Rubrics are for their points and how dismal um, Plague Marines are in exactly the same kind of concept. <laughs> both got two wounds, both got durability increasing buffs, and yet rubrics feel utterly incredible they feel really good um on j- just about every level except they, they, they can't punch themselves out of combat very well whereas plague marines just feel awful is that simply because they have a plague marines just have an awful data slate that confines them to not being homogenous plague marines only compete in one phase you have to get mm. them super close and they're really the best in combat when you burn burn cp on them like there's just, they don't do anything by themselves as well yeah i mean but, but for like sitting and holding they do cost a lot of points. And the fact that you can't just be like, oh, here's, here's my two flails, three, you know, here's my five axe build, here's my whatever. I think that's the thing that holds them back in people's minds. Like, you conceptualize the value of them and you're just like, they're only going to be good for one thing or they're going to be crap at everything. And that people mm-hmm. just don't like that. Um, yeah. 
On to the one fun list that I liked. I picked this list out just for, again, I, I picked out Mr. Thunderstone's list because his name had Thunderstone in it. And I picked this list out because his team name is Destiny Potato. And I thought it was hilarious. I wonder if that translates <laughs> differently. Is that... I hope it doesn't. I hope this guy's just yeah. like, eh, 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 Potato of Destiny. And they, they bring one in to the event with him and they put a little Thunderstone is universal, Paul. No, That's no. Just, Destiny it, Potato it, is what I'm saying. I wonder... Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, but this gentleman is his name's Christian uh, Gale- Galeard. Galeard. Um, he's playing White Scars. This is just a beautiful White Scars list. A single Vanguard as well, which I think is really exciting. Uh, two company veterans and a no Force Org slot. Kasara Khan, a Primrose Chappie on a bike. Kasara Three- Khan, really? Yeah, yeah, dude. Three units of five oh, yeah. Blade Guard veterans for Kasara to kind of run with because he's on foot. They'll be on foot, and he'll kind of be bubbled up by fifteen White Scars Blade Guard, which is sexy. Two units of ten Vanguard vets. Two units of devs with multi melters in a Rhino, and two. Land speed to storms. It's just nice, cut and dry, no fat goodness. I love the Crusader Con in this. The plus one to wound could make a. It makes them a lot better too. Even the the, the vets. I'm assuming they have uh, lightning claws, right? But it means uh, everything yeah. else. Yeah. yeah in fact, I think he has. I think he has some fists in there. I seem to remember one of them being a weird split. This seemed um, like that, a theme list to me. He's probably that's got what a mix, I was wondering about. Weapons. Because giving giving a, giving a fist in there with a Corsarcon makes Corsarcon very worthwhile to make them a little yeah. more efficient on the wounding as well against bigger things at least. Cool. Because what does he give him? He gives him that the usual captain's buff. What's his, what's his other buff? Uh, whenever something charges, I think within six inches of him or something, they get plus one to wound. That's sexy. That's really sexy. Yeah. yeah. So that that's that lets all the blade guard punch up into. Doesn't matter what toughness you are. That, as soon as you hit that exactly. strength five breakpoint, plus one to yeah. wound, you just just falls that's, all. That's that's what where it comes in. Your toughness 11, bruh? Nah. Okay, force. <laughs> I don't care, bruh. <laughs> yeah, don't care. Um, I like this list a lot. I think it's just good. I think it's just well-rounded well, goodness. Two units of Devastators multi-melts. Devastators have been making a huge comeback in, mm. in lots of environments. Uh, and so don't count these out. It, there was a time when you see somebody, oh, you got a Devastator squad? Oh, no pod, no nothing or whatever. Yeah. These sound ridiculous. That's free points for me. You'll never... You, you might you might kill one thing or whatever. But now, yeah. with the mobility, with the... Mm-hmm. Uh, the other things in the list, being able to buff them even slightly, uh, these things turn into pretty aggressive uh, bestial yeah. things. So don't well, don't discount them when you see them on the table. I think I think they still have the best non-pod devastators in the game for what white scars do because you get to get out of the rhino after it moves. Yeah, mm-hmm. you just get to sling them around a corner and just poof, ask your opponent's yep. favorite thing. Um, it feels quite quite nice. Yeah, and um, with the rhino, you put both. Devs yeah, squads put, in yeah, there. Yeah, both inside. Mm-hmm. You can put. Yeah. yeah, you can do a lot of things. Um, that's it, guys. I think we're gonna jump into Fugo now. Oh, so here, this is that segment I was telling you guys about, to where we run down a list of topics. We give ourselves two minutes per topic. Uh, once the time is out, we're out. Or the we're gonna move on to the next topic. It's just that simple. And uh, we don't know what the topics are until we start <laughs> running down the list. <laughs> See if we get Ooh. production to put them on the screen right now, so you can do it. I'll I'll go ahead and start when the timer starts. What is the best character in the MCU? Living or dead? Mm-hmm. Marvel Cinematic Universe, living or dead? Dustin, we'll start with you. Ooh. Best character. But don't start with me. I got to think about that. Oh. And I have no pressure. <laughs> no pressure <laughs> at all. Because I, I like a lot of people in the, in the MCU. Like, you're talking about. And not, we only not, got two minutes. We got two, yeah, I'll, say, I'll just sit here <laughs> until we get back to the. Adam, you go while I think of mine for a second. I, gotta, I, gotta um, I have one and then an honorable mention. They're both villains and they're both from X Men. Okay. Magneto, I think, is the best not character. Not in the Marvel Cinematic it, Universe. He's not? 
What's his, what's no? Yeah, that's, see, that's, that was that's the problem. X Men isn't, isn't MCU. It what? is not MCU. That is still owned by, uh, or they at least the the films. It's are a, Fox. The, co- the comic books. The comic books are Marvel. That is not the cinematic universe. The, the oh, comic books. This, this is where I got confused too, Adam. This is why I'm having a problem. Comic book starts with C two, right? That's no, unfair. Um, oof. I now got to think again. Oh damn. See. <laughs> This is my. Pro- mm. You got to start well, now, Paul. You, well, it, you, you... Regardless, it's Magneto. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> Close. I'll go on the uh, other side of that. Iron Man. I, um, it's fair, that's fair. The, the, the old metal guy. I don't know. <laughs> I, lo- I lost the screen. I hope everyone else still has it. <laughs> oh, damn. I need to I actually. This. I like Spider Man. Let me know when I'm the genu- time's up. I'm generally a bad guy. I love the bad guys. I like um, the bad guys. Oh, well, Thanos actually, is actually my homeboy. That's, yeah, no Thanos. Thanos is so, real. So, yeah, yeah. Movie Thanos is so much better than comic book Thanos. They they actually did him mm-hmm. so well. Actually, yeah, dead, dead set. I'll just go Thanos as well. I think he's, I think okay. he's amazing in the MCU. There we go. I, I can't argue with that. Uh, Thanos is is uh, a gay. Did, yeah, did such a great per- performance and oh, uh, amazing. Yeah, it, it was so, such a such a hard thing to write because in the comic books he's in love with death. The, yes, actual actually courting death. death. Yeah, he's in love with death. death. How do you how do you explain that in a film? At all, uh, like so that you, they love. I really think that scene with Gamora is that actually an analogy or an yeah. analog to death. Oh, we're out. So anyway, here we go. Here's a here's a fun one. What should people do with their excess buggies? <laughs> Landfill. Wow. <laughs> no. Okay. Look. We're actually like all this stuff happens like on cycles, right? Some of that stuff, you know, the game changes one way or another. uh, And so I don't know if you can count them out completely. And you know that your other orc buddies, they didn't get all those buggies. You don't share the wealth, spread it around. Mm. Let some people borrow your buggies. Yeah, yeah, lend them out, buy them out. I think a cool thing to do is if you haven't built them or if they're unpainted, there's a lot of conversion opportunities. Make some battle wagons out of buggies. Make some trucks out of buggies. Make some all sorts. You go crazy. Make some planes. Make it like the most unique Dacker jet out of a scrap jet. Um, there's a lot of opportunities there. Oh, yeah, that's the funny. Yeah, terrain is uh, is game. Objectives. Yeah, that'd be a... <laughs> Objectives. So, Adam was close. Adam was close. You know, th- this is what you should do. This is what you should do with your buggies, okay? So... When you build the buggies, you don't put the orc bodies on them. You're actually going to build them a little bit, mostly the same. It's just a GSC answer, isn't it? I smell and it. I can smell it already. Ridge runners. You're going to turn them into ridge runners. That's, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> just put some guns you know, right there on the top. Just put some guns right there. You know, you put a, they, they can have mortars. They can have mining lasers, man. Like, these, are, these are conversions, too. You may, I would, you may as well get them ready. I would like to see wolf quads that are just a fuselage of the scrap jet. With just a GSC boy, just that would cow- actually look pretty cool. Uh, what was it? Was it uh, Doctor Love? Whatever he, you know, drops on the atom bomb out of the plane. Um, Strange Love, Doctor Strange Love, and you just have a GSC acolyte just riding the fuselage into battle, like waving a waving a cowboy hat. I am doing that. That is Do a great it. idea. There we go. <laughs> I, am absolutely, yeah. I have forty-five bikes already, but I'm still making one of these. Oh my god! <laughs> Y'all are spot on with the with the uh, orc conversion things. These orcs can mm-hmm. be anything, you know, as far as like with the mm-hmm. with a little bit of a kit bashing and uh, clever use of some hobby yeah. tools. So absolutely, I, the, the conversion is the best idea. I considered when I first started my cadence, I considered doing um, uh, oh. doing Steel Legion instead. I'd love to do Steel Legion, who've repurposed orc machinery. That would be right. cool. Here's the next topic. How do you like your eggs? Adam, we'll start with you. Ooh, scrambled or poached, depending on depending on the day, depending on what I'm what I'm feeling. 
poached. Mm. That's the one where you like put it in the pot with the vinegar. That's the ridiculously yeah. hard yeah. one to do. Yeah, it's the hard one to do. <laughs> that's, the one, that's the one I get when I'm when I'm out not doing it myself, mm. and I do I do scrambled for myself usually. Yep. Um, but yeah, so that, that's the one where you crack the egg into like swirling water with a little bit of vinegar in it, and if they do it really well, it's mwah, the bestest. Mm. I sorry, sorry, I'm actually going to oh. delete that. Whatever, whatever, whatever the egg is in ramen, the 34 degree egg, that's like, oh, kind of gooey still, but because it's in soup, it's incredible. That's, that's my pick. It's basically scrambled. It's just cooked with different stuff. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. In ra- it, it's, you mean a whole egg? The one that's, uh, that's oh, you mean that one? Oh, yeah. Where one it's kind of hard boiled on the outside, but yes. more custardy. The yolk is more Perfect custardy on the, or something. Like, yeah, exactly right. It's like 30, oh, okay. they call it like 34 degree eggs or something because they're like sous vide in a water I've bath. I've never like heard that. I don't know. I mean, but, but yeah, I also, that's my favorite. I, I trust you. So <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, Your turn. Dustin, what you got? Uh, I have the two different ones. The same, same thing with Adam. So when I go out, it's eggs Benedict every time. So I mm. kind of poach basically, but I just love eggs Benedict. I will never try to make it myself. I can't eat it too much because it'll kill me, but I love it. But if I'm at home, it's just easy over. Yep. Basic. Oh. Put some salt and dill on it. Done. Dill. Nice. Scrambled well with cheese for me. Uh, but I oh, like, yeah. the, so I don't, so places, some places they put the cheese on after uh yep. you know, they they scramble the eggs and i don't like that i like it i like the cheese mixed in with the when you're what, when you're whisking up the eggs uh, what are we talking uh, we're talking like seasoning. a pepper jack or a cheddar or uh, uh most i'm look i'm a sharp cheddar man so really yeah, yeah, yeah. i like i like the, the sharp cheddar in there haven't you ever seen his haircut like sharp sharp pepper uh you know scrambled over medium low heat not low heat you know uh, uh, uh and then you get a little scrambled well mm, delicious Okay. okay. Love it. Oh, here we go. Predictions for the Gene Stealer cult and Custodes power. So, look, Custodes are already doing okay, uh, but we we believe or we know there's there's some some books coming down the pipe for them. We saw the preview in the the Warhammer Forty Thousand preview with the with the new character models and stuff. What do we think is going to do to affect the power level of the Codex? Ooh, okay, I'll do Custodes, and we'll do Dustin can do GSC, and then we'll, we'll super swap it. Um, Custodes, I really, I don't see how they get much better than they are now. And like they they would need a, such a good secondary. If they got a stubborn defiance secondary, they'd be as good as Dark Angels, pretty much, because the Dark Angels they play a very similar thing, um, which isn't still isn't like a plus S tier. So I think they're going to stay about the same, and I'm unfortunately think there are opportunities for them to get worse, which I really hope isn't the case. Because right now they have a, they have so many levers and layers of rules, but a lot of their metrics are built upon eighth edition stuff. And like if they just stay the same but lose stooping dive and tangle foot. It's just a worse book. Um, and so mm-hmm. I think they're staying the same or slightly worse, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Dustin, I know you're very vested. In, uh... oh, oh, am I ever invested? Yeah, what you think the, about the GC Cult? So the GC Cult, it's, it's an interesting position for them because I'm going to tempt fate here for a second and say they can't get much worse than they currently are. So <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I'm oh, tempting just... fate by saying it, but I'm going to say <laughs> that. But I've, I will also say they're, they're definitely doomed the whole faction now. I've doomed the mm-hmm. whole faction. I'm sorry, guys. It's my fault. You can blame me for this. But I don't, they're not going to go to like S tier or anything. It's, they will not be able to do that. GSC is a very hard army to balance. They're either going to be really bad or they're going to yeah. be overly powerful if you know how to use them. They're not an easy faction to use. I would probably put them when they come out probably between B and A, mm-hmm. but the faction experts will be like top contenders with it. Like we'll it's, get there. It's I'm almost like, to, okay. I only got 11 seconds. <laughs> I'm going to predict that the stop sign becomes the most powerful weapon in the universe. Yes. It will be, what, <laughs> it, it will be what ends the emperor and launches yeah. us into a new age of, of man. 
They're going to open it up. Emperor's going to be there with a stop sign in his chest. But don't worry. <laughs> Hive Mind fans, we're talking about, here we go. Are the Hive Guard too good? Oh, you got to do me last. I know the answer. You go ahead. I want to say yes too with a good. butt. I want to say yes. I want to say yes with a butt. Um, the butt being that I think if they kept the same rules and went to when New Codex comes in, I think they uh, probably level out because I think they've just got one more buff than they should. Either they don't get to double shoot, which I think is going to go. I think they don't won't get to double shoot in New Codex, which is the biggest reason I think they're going to be fine and balanced because nobody gets to double shoot anymore. So why why the bloody hell would you let one of the most the best things in the game double shoot? So I think we're just they're too good right now, but I don't think it's going to last forever. Go ahead, Paul. Oh, well, no. Are they too good? I don't think they're too good. I think that they're they're a shining star right now. I think that they just look better than they actually are because they're not supported by some other things. So I don't think they're too good. I think that they are something that the players are almost necessitated to lean on at this point in time, which makes them seem like they're punching well above their weight. I think it's a perception thing. I don't think they're too good. I want to see them better. Do you want to see them better? <laughs> Dustin? Okay. Paul had it perfect until that last sentence he said there. <laughs> I, mean, I would love to see them better too, but he was he was right on the money until he said that he wants to see them better. It's exactly what it is though, because we just we haven't had something this good in so long, mm. and they are the best shooting we have in the codex right now. Adam's also right. When we do get our codex, they're going to lose double shoot. I can almost guarantee it. I cannot yeah. see them keeping double shoot with all the shit they have right now. And they're really, really good, but there are so many ways to shut them down. They are not mm. mobile. You have to put a lot of buffs in. People are taking like six, 700 points to buff these guys up. Like that's ridiculous. That's, that's half your army in this one yeah. shooting. Unit. Yeah, it's good, but it can kill two things at a turn at best. So half your army... Yeah, and like I said, they can be shut down. They could die to flyers. They're not too powerful. They're scary and a really good alpha strike. No, they are not too good. Nice. There you go. Zero. Hey, that's that's our show, folks. We've gone through everything. We've run through some tournaments. Uh, we've run through our rapid fire topics. I've had a great time interacting with the chat. I've had a great time interacting with you, gentlemen. I want to thank you all for coming. Thank everybody in, uh, for leaving the comments and everything they do and, and, and talking to us. Uh, I want to thank production. Rich is back there. I'm pointing like he's outside the house right yeah, now, but, but he's, he's like he's somewhere. Yeah. We're uh, all pointing. Oh, there we go. Flipping all the, flipping all 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 the, the right switches. Direction. We could not do it without Brady him. bunching this crap. Yeah, oh, we do this every week. If if your event was not talked about this week, uh, but you got some events coming up in the future, make sure you let us know on all our social medias. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Mm. Uh, you can write into the you know his something in in the show. Who Probably wants the t- who wants the hand of destiny placed upon them? Lovely Scott Lafontaine messaged in prior to was so was a SoCal so- uh, SoCal his, yeah with his demon list and like I'm not sure if the gentleman has oh. has come that close to do it to to smashing a super major before but you know he just messaged and say oh it'd be lovely if you guys could do uh, do my list we did his list he made the top eight just 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 put with it out demons there. No, we're not with talking about yeah. drukari or admech or whatever mono, mono demons into the freebooters meta like it's yeah, just they blessed my child just yeah, we, hand of destiny talk about you on the show and maybe the sixes fall your way somewhere just out there in the universe I, I mean i don't we can't prove it didn't happen exactly mm-hmm. right exactly right yep. yeah all right. Well, it's, seriously, it's been a pleasure. We will be back next week. Uh, don't forget to come back and check us out. Uh, if, subscribe if you have not already, and we'll see y'all soon. Love yous. See ya.